and then they saw me in a bra, and that was exactly. it. <laughs> What's going on, Pearl Jam nerds? You are listening to Single Podcast Theory. I'm Brad Lyons. And I'm Brad Blazek. Episode 142. Mm -hmm. Another take two episode. Yeah. Now that we've been doing this for a minute, we're going to go back and listen to verses again. Because it's fucking awesome. Commentary track, if you will. I will. We will. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully they will too. I hope so. Yeah, man. How many people have we have we lost because we were off last week and we didn't have a new episode up on Monday like we normally do today, this week? None. None? No, no. man. All right. We like I think I think we got our crew. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. We hope they understand. They do. That's the benefit of having um what I like to think of as a kind of like a perfectly sized podcast. Right. You're not so yeah. big that too many people give a shit about what, you know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. But it's not so small where it's like, definitely not small enough where it's like, what are we doing? <laughs> like we yeah. definitely have yeah. listeners, you right. know what I mean? But I, <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's perfect, you know? Okay. Well, good. At least there's something perfect in our lives. Single podcast theory. I hate to the burst your bubble. Podcast. Yeah, there you go. God, that's the new branding we've been looking for. Yeah. Yes. Single podcast yeah. theory. The perfect podcast. Are you? Do you like podcasts? Do you like Pearl Jam? Do you want to hear the perfect podcast? No, you got to go for the Single alliteration, dude. Theory. You do. You go. Mm. Do you like podcasts? Do you like Pearl Jam? Would you like to hear the perfect Pearl Jam podcast? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Do you like podcasts? Do you like Pearl Jam? Do you like perfection? Oh, wow. dude. I like Have it. I got something for you. See, you gave it the one, two, three, and then combined for alliteration. I like that. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you like <laughs> Pearl Jam? No, wait. Do you like podcasts? Do you like Pearl Jam? Do you like perfection? Do you like pontification? <laughs> oh, wait, but you can't really use pontification in the... Man, I fucked that up. Mm. You ever have those moments where you're just kind of like... You went... You're riffing, and you think you, you yeah. landed a wave. You think you got up on mm-hmm. the board, and then yeah. out of nowhere... <laughs> yeah. The floor just comes to meet your face. Next thing you know, you're underwater. And there's no one there to help you. Much like how I feel right now. I fell in the lake this weekend. <laughs> Speaking of being underwater. Beautiful segue, by the way. Uh, yeah, I was on the lake all day Saturday. Celebrating my nephew's birthday. Nice. And speaking of peas, we had a pontoon. Oh! Yeah. And a ski 
jet ski. <laughs> well, um, and I was trying to get from the jet ski onto the pontoon, and I guess all my weight was on one side. Oh yeah, of the jet ski. You flipped that bitch, it, didn't you? I, I well, I I didn't. I mean, I halfway fell off. I halfway jumped off because I didn't want it to flip. Oh, dude, you hit that eject so, button. You bailed. Yeah, I bailed. I bailed. Man. So, good times. Did you do a lot of pontificating on the pontoon about Pearl Jam? <laughs> yes. I, yes. And the perfection of podcast. our podcast? Yes. Yeah. See what I did there? I made it work somehow. <laughs> you did. Oh, God. That's what you call professionalism, people. Uh, I had a really good weekend, too, man. I went to Nashville for Friday and Saturday night. Stayed with mm-hmm. Mr. Clint Wells. His wife and kid were out of town, had a couple of the boys over to the backyard, do a little socially distanced um, projection viewing on the side or the back of Clint's house of the 1998 game six, uh, the Bulls against the Jazz, and uh, it was a lot of fucking fun. I am am loving... The Michael Jordan obsessed Clint Wells. Oh God, I love it, <laughs> dude. So while it's I was so, there, it's just so fun. Yeah, while I was there, he he goes and checks the mail, and he he had told me he had oh. ordered some shit, and yeah. uh, he goes to the mail. And he comes out with two bags. And he, he's like, dude, if this is my Jordan shit, I'm putting it on right now. And I was like, oh my God, he must have paid for like second day air or whatever because <laughs> it was like no. i swear it was tuesday or wednesday and he was talking about like buying some jerseys but he couldn't find any that were halfway affordable and so now you're talking about friday night they already came in the mail that's amazing it was saturday yeah it was saturday okay saturday still came on yeah, saturday that's that's i mean and yeah. michael jordan just, brought him himself Right, that's pretty cool. Yeah, man, I I hate that I missed it. Well, so he opens the bags, and one of them is a pair of shorts with the like old school. Um, oh, Jumpman, the Jumpman jump logo. Yeah, and then he had, God, did a hat come? Something? Maybe it was a shirt. I don't remember. <laughs> Another piece of clothing came, and I love it. Now I want a little give a little context for this. Um, and, you know, he and I talked about this. Is I just find it funny how he used to be so, like, fuck sports. Yeah, that's what I'm... That's, everyone who finds value yeah. in sports. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's the Clint Wells that I know. And that's why I'm having so much fun. Because growing up, like, outside of Chicago in the 80s and 90s, it was all about Jordan, you know? The Bears yeah. had like one good good season. The Cubs never had any good seasons. So it was all Jordan all the time. And yeah. I loved the guy and I loved the the Bulls and you know, I've not I'm not obsessed with him, but I've always liked him. And so <laughs> the last 2 weeks this uh last dance has come out oh, and it's so he, good. That's, it, it is. It's great. I'm starting it's my so second good, round with it. Yeah, it's just awesome to, you know, it's kind of like Pearl Jam. And like when we get emails of people saying like, you've turned me back onto them and I'm loving it. It's like, I'm loving how much he's enjoying the 
the whole thing, the whole Jordan thing. Yeah. Yeah, man. It just reminds me of the first, I mean, those are some really early memories mm-hmm. for me watching the Bulls and Michael Jordan and Pippen and yeah. Horace Grant and all this stuff. But anyway, so he was like that about sports, right? And right. now fast forward to it's 2020 in the middle of a pandemic <laughs> and, um, you know, a, a lot of, you know, the racial stuff is coming to light. Like everything's fucking crazy. And here I am yeah, sitting on Clint Wells back porch with a couple of my other really good friends, close friends. And we're watching a old Bulls basketball game from 1998 and Clint is saying things like, unprompted, we're all quiet, just watching the game play out. And I just hear from Clint, man, I love a good bounce pass, man. <laughs> Completely sincere. Right. Yeah. And I laughed my ass off because it was yeah. one of the greatest things that's ever <laughs> happened in our friendship. <laughs> Anyway, so that's what I did this weekend. It was, uh, and I, I hope, I hope while you're laughing, he's looking at you like quizzically, like, "What, dude? What? Yeah. Oh yeah, what he's like, at, what, bro? dude? I'm serious. I was like, no, bro, I get it. I totally get it. I just never thought I would hear you say that, right? And be yeah. sincere and genuine. You yeah, know? yeah. Like you really get the beauty of what you can do with a bounce pass. Never thought that was coming. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I'll take it. Hell yeah. Whenever you whenever you jump on, I'm cool with it. We watched another game Saturday night. Oh, right. <laughs> and it was just a regular season game. It was just a big it was when he won, he scored 69 points with the uh Yeah. It was 69 points, yeah. It was just a regular season game, but anyway. Yeah. Uh but other than that, it was I feel great today. I was like, "Why do I feel so good today?" And then it's like, Mhm. Oh, I spent two full days yeah. with like my best fucking friend. We we fucking on Saturday. I was just sitting. We were sitting in his little studio room. And I just picked up a guitar, started mm-hmm. playing around. Next thing I know, it was four hours later, and we had written and recorded a yeah. song. It was like, oh yes. man. So yeah, it's. Oh, I'm so like, um, man. I hate. I hate that I couldn't come. I, I've just had other stuff going on you know and i couldn't get out of i almost came friday friday night after work Mm -hmm. but it was like i think i got off at like six or six thirty you know and it's two hours from here to there right which that's i'm sure you guys were up at nine nine o'clock but i had to be back here at like eight in the morning to go to the lake with my nephew dude so i and i couldn't we I'm like, i can't get out of that he did not look at the clock <laughs> until we realized the sun was up it was 5 oh 30 God. in the morning yeah i should have just came and just drove back here <laughs> i haven't done that bed. <laughs> yeah like, i would have been i would have been dead oh my god we slept for five hours and then got up <laughs> yeah and went and got some food anyway uh yeah yeah, didn't mean to go into to, that much detail, but it was it was a good weekend, and we need to we need to do that again when I can when I can get out there. Oh yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it for sure. Uh, anyway, it was a good weekend. I needed it. It was good for yeah. me to be in the presence of you know one of those people. Everyone's or hopefully everyone's yeah. got one of those people that um, if you're depressed, having them around 
It doesn't fix it, but you're much less depressed. And yeah. if it's a good time, almost, it's it's way better because they're there. You know what I mean? Those kind of friendships. Yeah, it's like, totally. So I almost drove out there this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Oh, Blazy. Uh, let's uh, start talking about Pearl Jam because that's what we okay. do. Yes. If you've never yes, listened to us we before, do. we are an all Pearl Jam podcast. Other than the fact that we don't live in the same place. And so we use the first, I don't know, sometimes 20 minutes of us just mm-hmm. talking shit, catching up with each other because we're buds. Yeah. But yeah, we're here every Monday at midnight, I guess, is mm-hmm. the way to say most, it. Most Mondays. Mm, it's, it's a loose schedule, <laughs> give or take yeah. 12 to 24 <laughs> hours. But yeah. yeah, usually around Monday is when we, when we release. Um, well, Father's Day kind of messed us up too. So. Yeah, we're both dads. I wasn't going to be like, mm-hmm. oh, I'd love to spend time with you, my boy, but I've got to talk about Pearl Jam. <laughs> right. I don't think he would have been yeah. very happy about that. For the 142nd time. His, he was very proud of his present. He was beaming ear to ear with excitement for me to open it because he found a t-shirt. He doesn't understand. Like my family's like super Midwest. So we do things like... Mm-hmm. Put ketchup on our eggs, ketchup mm-hmm. on our hash browns, uh, ketchup on our sausage biscuits. And down here, that's not very normal. And Aiden always makes fun of me for putting ketchup on everything. So he bought, mm-hmm. he found a shirt online. He was so proud of it that he found it. That's uh, it's like the it's a red T-shirt. It's like it's a ketchup bottle, and it's got like the Heinz right. logo shape right um and it says i put ketchup on my tomato ketchup (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) anyway i I couldn't because i have i have a similar shirt that's got a bottle of this green. Does it say I like I, to put burritos on my burritos? No. <laughs> no, it says I like I put salsa on my salsa because I do. I get like chips and salsa, and then I put this hot sauce on top of it. On top of the salsa, or on top of the chips, and then you dip the chips in the salsa. How's this working? I dip the I dip the chip in the salsa. Okay, and then I pour the green hot sauce onto the salsa on the chip. It's chip by chip. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, because this stuff is hot, so I have to skip a chip or two in between. Hmm. Man, that's quite the system. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've got it down. For something that, you know, ostensibly sounds like it's kind of painful if you're having to wait a few chips in between. Does it's it taste good painful. or you just... It would, it would be... Yeah, it tastes amazing. Okay. It would be painful if I put it on every chip. Yeah, but wouldn't you like to just like, here, I'm going to pour out some of the sauce into this little bowl, and then here's, I'm just going to mix in a little bit of this hot sauce so that it's it's there, but I can just kind of, I can roll with it. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, but this way I get two different flavors. I get the real hot Ah. every couple chips, and then I get, you know, it's like I'm eating twice as much stuff. I like your style, man, but we need to get into the show. (laughs) No more salsa talk. Uh, let's see here. 
Oh, yeah. If you'd like to email the show, our email address is singlepodcasttheory at gmail.com. We're on the social medias. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash singlepodcasttheory for that information. Do we have any Patreons this week? We do. We've got two. Two new patrons this week. Sweet. Uh, We've got one, an OG listener, straight out of... uh, I don't know where she's at, but she works for NASA. I don't know if she's hmm. like in Houston yeah. or Florida. I'm sure I could look it up, but just off the top of my head, I don't know. But Amber, Amber Strawn. I was like, wait for it. What? There's going to be a name. Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> I forgot the name for a second. I forgot to say the name. Um, yeah, but we're going to hear from Amber in just a minute. True. Thanks, Amber. So, and Brock... Miller. Yeah, man. Also signed up. So thank you both so much. Amber and Brock, you're the shit. Yep. Thank you guys. Uh all right, so before we move into emails, you got some uh some PJ news? Yes, did you hear about um Pearl Jam Radio on Sirius XM? They had a track by track with Stone with stone i haven't heard it did you get a i haven't listened to listen to yet it? i just haven't had time okay. uh, me either dude. dude it is i know we're getting off track but man work for me has been insane yeah I mean, it's like 10, 10 and 12 hour days every day that's another reason like we missed last week is just that's part of it like just work has been insane so yeah. i haven't been able to like do anything sure. emails are getting backed up i feel bad like i try to email everybody back you know? Right. And it sounds like, well, just write them, just write something. And it's like, well, I want to sit down, read the email and respond to what they say. Yeah. And when for you sure. have like a bunch of emails to go through, it's like, I want to give my time to it, but I don't have here lately. I don't have the time to do it. So I apologize if we, if I haven't gotten back to everybody. Damn you, Blazik. Yeah, I know. JK. But uh, yeah, this um, I, I want to. One of these days, I'm going to try and listen to this thing. Yeah, for sure. I can't wait. Maybe we could do that bonus um, episode that we never did about oh. the uh, um, podcast. Yeah, the well, other perfect Bill podcast. Simmons. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could kind of lump those two together. We were maybe. so close. We almost got. Yeah, we almost got what? We almost. We were. We were planning on doing that episode and then it just didn't happen yeah the bill simmons one it's gonna happen things just got a little crazy yeah Yeah. oh i know um yeah we definitely need to talk about that but what else any other pearl jam news um they are playing a charity event called all in washington a concert for covid relief um on june 24th i think yeah that's wednesday so like in if you're listening to you probably if you're listening to this on like Tuesday, this could probably drop like Tuesday, Monday night at midnight. Right. So if you're listening to us right now, this is tomorrow. It's this Wednesday. Um but it's saying that the show after the live broadcast, it's gonna be available on Amazon Prime video. And this is the this is the the concert that was supposed to take place, I think, a few weeks ago. It's going to have like Macklemore, Brandy Carlisle, 
the dude from Death Cab, Dave, uh, Dave Matthews. Cool. Um, so let's see. It says the show is promoted by it's Amazon and will be people. aired on. Yeah. Well, yeah. All in Washington. Yeah. See what they're doing there? Yeah, I see. Um, it's on Twitch, mm-hmm. which if you could get Aiden in here to explain what Twitch is, because I have no idea. Um, oh, it's also on the All in Washington website at 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, so that is, what would that be in New York? What 10 time? o'clock in New York, 7 o'clock. Yeah. Specific. Specific. As we like to call it in the Blazik house. Yeah, that's what we call it. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So check that out. Does it count as breaking you? You hitting your keyboard just then? <laughs> no. No, oh. it's only if I speak. So to clarify the rules doing. of the game that we were making up on the mm-hmm. spot, I just ruined it by yeah. speaking first. Y- yeah, yes. Because I don't think I've ever not spoken first when you do that to me. And I'm like, this motherfucker, he's not getting me this time. <laughs> but then it kept going. So I had to click back on the the uh, down the line website and make sure we were still on. <laughs> Before you fucked up and said something? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm totally going to leave that terrible piece of podcasting in. Yeah. All right. No, it's perfect, dude, because this is Let's see here. That was a full podcast. That was a full 20 seconds of silence. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. People are going to think something's, something's wrong, wrong with their phone. Yeah, so many people. Like, like uh, oh, my phone's about to ring. That always happens. Like, if I'm listening to something, it goes silent for a second. Yeah. And then phone starts ringing. Yeah. So, Good story, go. Brad. Oh, you fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. Uh, let's see here. All right. Let's All do right. some emails, man. All right. Who we got up first? Um, I think it's you with Matt. It is Massey. me with Matt Massey. Yep. Let's see here. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Yep. He says, Brad B., the biggest kick in the balls about going bald and shaving your head is that the maintenance increases. It's bullshit. Mm. I don't even bick my head. Uh, wait, did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. I don't even bick my head. I use an electric yeah. razor, no guard, and I need to shave it at least twice a week if I want to keep it how I want it. Uh, I imagine those who shave all the way with a bick need to do it every day or every other day brutal mm-hmm. i'm too lazy for that anyway pearl jam right the stage ambiance of the candles rugs etc back in these days was incredible by the way he's referring to the orpheum mm-hmm. uh just added to the mystique and not to take anything away from them now but these early mid-90s boots are another level i agree with that uh, coming across covers that you never knew existed because the internet info wasn't what it is now was super exciting holy shit Pearl Jam played Dock of the Bay. Yeah, dude, I forgot about that. I I remember yeah. having a uh, ta- uh, like a mixtape that I made with that on it. Yeah, like in high school, I think. Um, I think that I think uh, that was on No Fucking Messiah. That's yeah, probably where I heard that's it the probably first right. time. 
Let's see here. And for the most part, they played the songs at the speed of the album versions. And imagine being at this mm-hmm. show and hearing all of these Vitology songs being being debuted. At this time period, they truly could do no wrong. Yeah, that's, that's some fucking truth right there. Uh, let's see. Also, I'll take something is off the hook over It Slaps all day long. Slaps just grinds me at every time I hear it or read it because it is as terrible as Imagine Dragons, <laughs> which is a reference you guys would understand if you knew how much I dislike that band. But I digress. Now get off my lawn. Talk to you guys <laughs> later. Matt Massey. Hashtag duck lips and a peace sign. <laughs> yeah, bro. I love it. Duck lips and a Dude, peace sign. I got I gotta I gotta address the balding and shaving my head. We got man, we got so many emails. People telling me like don't nair your head, it burns, and oh you nair is fine. It burns a little bit, but you'll be all right. And you know, and then Matt saying how much it sucks, the maintenance of it. That's what is keeping me from doing it. Uh, because I hate shaving my face. I couldn't imagine now double time shaving my damn head. Right. I, yeah, I, it made me kind of happy. I think, I think it's a good thing. I told Van, I was like, it might mean you're doing something right in a podcast when you start getting more emails referring (laughs) to nonsense, bullshit banter that happened before the actual topic of the episode than Mm -hmm. the emails coming in about Pearl Jam itself. Right. Lots of people looking out for you, man. I know. I appreciate. I appreciate all of them because I did get a lot of feedback on that. So, right on. Well, thanks for writing in, Matt. Appreciate it. Good to hear from you again. I was like, man, all these emails about balding. It really <laughs> slaps. Damn right it does. Slaps so hard, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, yes, it's Amber from NASA. Oh my hey, god, space that's Brads. so amazing. First of all. It's so cool that someone that works at NASA nailed the show. And Patreon. She's an astrophysicist. That's in her, like, bio. I know, dude. I know. It's, uh... Don't worry, Amber. I am one of those people that likes to read about that kind of shit. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know what the fuck i'm talking about and i won't right. use your email address to uh randomly text you or email you mm-hmm. nonsense physics questions because keep in mind i only have a high school education right <laughs> well uh she has like videos on youtube like where she gets out up here, and talks really? and talk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, dude, gotta, I'm checking that shit out the, tonight. Click at the very bottom of this, the this email, and it says like, "Check out my my latest t- talk on YouTube." Which, Done. You know that means there's other. Yeah, dude. Check. It's cool. Awesome. We have like you know we have a a, a brilliant person that listens to our perfect <laughs> podcast. It's <laughs> only you know it's what do you how do you say it? It's only. uh uh, I can't think of the word. Man, that was a real. I know that was a real letdown. Please don't make me look like an idiot in front of Doctor Strong. Too late. <laughs> uh, sorry, we just talked about you yeah. forever, Amber. 
Mm-hmm. We just think it's pretty fucking cool that you work for NASA. It is cool. It is cool. I was wearing a NASA shirt at work a couple weeks ago, and the lady was like, have you been to Houston or Florida? And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And you said, I but went to the I, moon, bitch. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a space Brad. Uh, no. <laughs> But all the time, I lived in Florida for like five years, and I never went down to the Kennedy Space Center. Like oh, for real? Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with me. I should have. I've never I love been. all that stuff. Yeah. I saw a couple launches, like f- not you know, not from from there, but like I could see it from Kissimmee, where I lived. You could see the shuttle going up, which is pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. Even though we were, you know, hundreds of miles away. Okay. Are we done? You good? Are we done with get the that out? Talk. Yes. All right. Uh, hey, Space Brads. I like that. Space Brads. Hell yeah. Uh, I was super happy to get a shout out on the Quick Escape episode. And yes, Brad B., you got my name right. Congrats. Uh, so straight to the question. Yes, these NASA audio files are all public domain, so anyone can use them. Of course, the audio in the song isn't quite distinguishable, and I have to admit I haven't personally listened to the hundreds of hours of NASA mission audio, so I can't point to which one it is. But it definitely sounds like real NASA audio to me, and they credit NASA on the back page of the album. The Quick Escape visualizer also features a repeated blurred rocket launch, and the solar flare photo in the album art is also NASA imagery. The video for... Dance of the Clairvoyance also Man, you has never recovered after Visualizer. I, I, <laughs> it sounded like you went into some sort of like a, a Bell's Palsy kind of thing for a second there. I and know. Came I back out. That, well, in my head, I was thinking, should I say, should I add video to this so people know what I'm talking about? But then I was like, no, I just edited myself on the fly. Look at you. And that fucking threw me way off. The video for Dance of the Clear, and then I forgot what DOTC means, and so that, like, I had a pause to remember what that song is called. (laughs) The video for Dance of the Clairvoyance also has space imagery and one blip of the space station. Imagine my super happy, nerdy, spacey self when I first saw, heard all of this, almost as much as when Binaural came out. I was over the moon. See what I did there? hey yo. Uh, back to the episode quick escape is probably my favorite song on the album musically aside from the space references jeff is a beast on this song it's so good and i can't wait to see this one live once we're able to go to concerts again on that note wow what a bummer about concerts being canceled i had pearl jam tickets to both baltimore and msg was shut out in the 10 club lottery but good pearl jam friends hooked me up Plus, tickets to see Tool, Foo Fighters, Rage Against the Machine, and Deftones all this summer. Uh, I know, dude. Man, I feel for her and everyone that missed out. I mean, look at Giga look at that list yeah. that she just put there, though. Oh, I know. Tool, I know. Foo Fighters, yeah. Rage Against the Fucking Machine, and Deftones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's some good taste in music right there. Totally. See? Space nerds can have great, badass taste in music. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I saw Newfound Glory. They did a live stream, which I know a lot of bands are doing this, but they did one where they played 40 songs. 
wow. the other night. And it was only up for, like, you could watch it live, and then it was up for 24 hours, and, it was and then that was it. Because they wanted it to be See, like, that's smart. This, this is a concert experience. Like, we want people to, you know, kind of like- Plan on uh, it. Plan on, yeah, plan on watching, you know? Um, it was pretty cool. They're at some Nashville elite media. Have you ever heard of this? Mm-mm. It was like a little tiny stage and no one was there, but it looked like, um, you know, it looked like to me, like when you go to like a music store and they have like a tiny little stage with like the bare minimum of lights. Right. It was kind of like that, but then they had some screens. I mean, it was way more, uh, like professional than that, but it was like that small. It was cool. Right on. Um, Gigaton overall, I love it. I did not love either Lightning Bolt or Backspicer. Like a lot, yes. Love, no. But Gigaton is so good. I've been listening to it straight through over and over since it came out. My initial instinct was this is the best album since Yield. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> The tequila shots, like right before we started, might have been a mistake. <laughs> oh boy, we'll get through. I it. We're almost talk. done with emails, man. I might have backed off that a little, but still, wow, what a stunner! And I am stunned. Ooh, see what she did there. I do, man. <laughs> Hope y'all are doing okay through this crazy world we live in. I really enjoy your podcast, and finally remember to become a patron. I think of doing this every episode, but I'm usually on the run when listening literally, or biking or otherwise moving. But writing this email prompted me to do it. Thanks for a great show every week, Amber. Right on. Thanks so much, Amber. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for signing up for Patreon. We really appreciate that. Yeah, man. And uh, thanks for the, the the kind words. Absolutely. Uh, let's see here. We got Jason Barker next. Mm. The title of this email, the subject, is Sonic yes. Reductive. He, sa- <laughs> he says, Clint can suck it. Sonic <laughs> Reducer is a great little ditty that represents a great little era. I wouldn't call it an anthem for disillusioned counterculture, subtraining teens or anything else even closely resembling some cliche label, but it's fun and singy. Probably why he reduces it. Too many power chords in one key. Not enough moist and sweaty reverb or gaping canyon delay. Yeah, I know you're M.O. Clinty. Take that, guy from another podcast that can't defend himself because he's from another podcast. Uh, Insert imaginary dope-ass peacock move. And (laughs) can we hang out another six to ten hours to add more nuance to the infinite discussion about the evolution of immortality? The lyrics, the solos, the weight in the front half to the weightlessness in the back half. Uh, Secret reveal. I have a playlist of like 40 versions of immortality. Be excellent to each other. Jay out. Thanks, Jay. Jay Bark. It's my boy. Yeah. It's good to hear we from do, you again, we man. Could do, we, we should do like the next six weeks on just different versions of Immortality, just for Jason. Yeah, we won't even put them out. We'll just send them to him privately. <laughs> just send them to him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, <clears throat> man. Well, thanks for writing in, man. Yeah, always good to hear from Jason. Um, Kurt Seagrist. Hi, guys. Hello, Brad and Brad. Thank you for your recent episode on body hair. 
As a hairy beast myself, an experienced manscaper, I appreciate the acknowledgement. Front side, backside, nose, ears, eyebrows, I've been there. My wife would claim something's amiss if I didn't mention to the younger ladies that, yes, you too should prepare for the unexpected rogue chin hair once you enter into your late 40s. No one told you about that, did they? Brutal. Uh, Kate Cotton just had a birthday. I think I saw a rogue chin hair sprout no, you in one didn't. of her pictures. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I've been really enjoying the podcast and appreciate the energy and enthusiasm with Gigaton. I don't have Pearl Jam assessed friends. So listening to you two provides a social connection to the band and all the albums. I like that you're going through each song one at a time and really digging in deep. Thank you also for focusing on the lyrics and gigaton. I tend to listen to Eddie's voice as an instrument and have to make more of a conscious effort to track the lyrics. I'm sure there are lyrics on 10 that I'm singing wrong as an outcome, but you two highlighting lyrics drives home the meaning and depth and how it ties in with what's going on currently in the state of the world. Also, if you or any listeners haven't yet, I highly recommend listening to Gigaton with a nice set of headphones. You can really pick up the layers of sound and depth left, right, and front to back when visualizing the songs. And the drum and bass come through so well that you'd swear you are sitting directly under Matt's snare. Stay healthy, guys, while we build up to blow our lids at the live shows next year. Thanks, Kurt Segrist. Thank you, Kurt. Thanks, man. It's good to hear from you as always. Mm-hmm. One of the OGs. He's he's real right about the headphones and that record too. Mm-hmm. Totally Fucking badass. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We got two more quick ones. Uh, here's from here's one from Logan. It says uh, Ed Vetter, songwriter corner Redux. What up, Brads? I started to listen to episodes of the pod over again, and I got to the Ed Vedder songwriter episode. With Gigaton being out for months now, I'm sure that y'all can form an honest opinion about the how about the album now that the new record hype has worn off. I know that I can, and I feel that there are some songs off the record that could break your top tens from those lists. Comes and Goes, River Cross, and Superblood being some of my new favorite Eddie songs. Hope all has been well. Still loving the podcast and the occasional Insta lives. Oh, and the Stone Sirius XM track commentary on Gigaton. (laughs) Wait, excuse me, on Gigatron (laughs) was really good. Did y'all get to listen? Best Logan. Yeah, as we said, we have not had time to listen, but obviously we definitely will. Yeah, I mean, I think the answer to this question for me is very different from what it'll be for you. I mean, other than Superblood, is anything from this record cracking the top 10 Ed songs for you? Mm, Just off no. the top of your head? Yeah. Mm, well, 7 O'Clock. Is that, oh, okay. is that considered an Eddie, Eddie song? I do. I, uh, I love that song. I don't but know is if that, that would be an Eddie I'd have to look, actually. I mean. I don't have my vinyl in front of me. Yeah. I don't either. But if that is, then yeah, that one. <laughs> I love that song so much. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, River Cross is probably sneaking in there now for me. Mm. I'd have to yeah. go back and wow, look at really? it. really? Really? Yeah, it's a real shocker for you, isn't you it? You like it that much? I mean, no, I mean, as I know you like As far as Eddie songs, it might be. 
Yeah. I can't remember okay. off the top of my head what my list Ooh. was though. So yeah. What you'd have to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's, if it doesn't break the top 10, it's close right now. Anyway, I might feel differently mm. in a year, but yeah, I love it. So fuck you, Blazik. <laughs> All right. <laughs> JK, LOL, I love you. I <laughs> Thanks, Logan. All right, we got All right. one more. Final, final, final one. See if I can get through this without slurring, slurring and slipping. Um, Orpheum. Michael A. Hey, Brads. Just finished the Orpheum Theater episode. Nice job. That show brought up memories of my two biggest Pearl Jam mishaps. Number one not joining the 10 club in 1991. I still remember sitting on my bed, reading the CD liner notes and not wanting to fork over the $5. What a dick. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way. I've done that. Kind of I actually before. sent, I actually sent a $5 bill to them and they never, I guess, cause it was cash. They wouldn't like, I wouldn't take me it. into the club. Right. Dummy. They pocketed that shit. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Number two, not spending $50 to see the Orpheum show. I lived in Boston then and had seen night one at the Boston Garden, but when we considered Orpheum tickets and heard they were like 50 to 75 bucks, I said, no way. Again, what a dick. If I could go back in time, I would slap my younger self on both occasions. Anyway, I hope y'all are well. Take it easy. Michael. Oh, just remembered in the chorus of Quick Escape, do you think they are saying late, too late, too late in the background? I've been doing a lot of gigaton headphones listening, and that's what it sounds like to me. They actually say had to. Yeah, but I mean, I listen to it. I I think he's talking about even like even layered underneath that. There's Oh, I don't know. I can hear I hear something. Well, there, I, I mean, I might, be, you might be talking about a different thing. I know that there's the, they're saying had to, but the melody, because they're doing that like, had to, quick escape. So it's just those two okay, words, but they're kind of spreading kinda, them out. Yeah. Yeah. Giving extra syllables with the melody. Maybe that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. If we're talking about the same thing. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Maybe we need to hear a clip of what exactly, which part he's talking about. But I listened to the chorus and I kind of heard something that maybe that's what he's hearing. I don't know. Maybe he's got some super, you know, jacked up headphones <laughs> that are better than my like $50 Sony ones that are like 10 years old. Well, I mean, those background parts are always so... I mean, mm. for any band, it's so easy to mishear yeah. lyrics and not because they're not like yeah. up in the front of the mix like a lead vocal is, you know. Yeah. Learn to smoke marijuana. What? Oh, that's what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. That's Queen, isn't it? Queen, probably. When you play, when you play one of them backwards, they're like, "Learn to smoke marijuana." Learn to <laughs> that's smoke <funny>. marijuana. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure they never did that. Yeah. All right. So, is that it for the emails? I think that's it for emails. We got it. Yo. We did it. Hey. But yeah, thank you to everyone that writes in. Absolutely. 
All right. So if you'd like to email the show, again, the email address is singlepodcasttheory at gmail.com. We're also on social media. And again, if you'd like to support, you can head on over to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash singlepodcasttheory. I'm having a really hard time articulating and pronouncing, pronouncing, pronouncing. Yeah, dude. How fucking perfect was that? Mm. <sighs> Not even going to try and save it. Let's just move on into the topic for this yeah. week, which is verses. Right. Hell yeah, man. Uh, it's our second episode about this wonderful, wonderful record. Pretty, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good album. It's pretty good. <laughs> pretty, yeah. Is that exactly. great and good? Is that good? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I like it. Uh, do we need to... We didn't even really talk about this. Are we going to... We kind of already did the you know basic yeah, I mean, fact stuff. Yeah, everyone knows verses. Yeah. If and this if, is your first time listening to Single Podcast Theory, go back and listen to the verses episode we did way back in the... I don't know. In the beginning. Yeah. Back in... Way back in 2017. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, fuck it. Well, first of all, where where does this album land on your top ten before we start listening? Oh boy. I mean, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'm sure it's up there, like five or six or seven. You know. Oh, it's not in the top five though. Mm. I, I yeah I, I can't remember. I mean, that's cool. I'm just asking. Probably, probably top five. Yeah, I think, yeah, because it's like the first five albums are like top five, and then the next five are six through ten. So, yeah, I think this was probably four or five. Right on. Yeah, I think this is a top five right like for me. No code, no code, yield, ten, you know? Right. Yeah, I guess sure for like me, top three. it would probably be like number four. No code. Yield, Vitology, Versus. Mm -hmm. That's probably my top four right now. All right, cool. Let's just listen to this. Let's take a trip down memory lane. Yes. October 16th, 1993. Remembering hearing this play over the speakers for the first time. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine being in that room? <laughs> I mean this in a really good way, but guitars are so fucking sloppy on these verse parts. I love it. I just love that that gritty bass guitar yeah it's really bitey you can hear yeah. there's like a lot of attack on it yeah I always thought that line was I pulled out a fucking gun <laughs> yeah I did too for a long time 
you know, back then. Right. I mean, come on, dude. Mike right. McCready coming right out of the gate. Just I remember blistering. when I learned that guitar solo, I thought mm. I was the fucking king of the planet. So hard. Yeah. I don't think I could play it now. It's been so long. Really? Oh, fuck. I don't play. I have no need to like, <laughs> I don't do anything where I have to play that fast like that, you know? I'd have to like uh, really kind of work it out. Yeah. Have we ever talked about this? If you're if you're on tour and you're in the middle of a show and you got to take a shit, what what happens? Because I've been to a lot of shows and I've never seen like the drummer just like jump off stage for a minute. Yeah, you kind of shut down when you get up there, man. All that just—it's just all adrenaline, and just something happens to your body where that's yeah. not going to come through. No, okay, that makes sense. Is, have, but have you ever had a, you know, me personally? Yeah, has it ever like hit you in the middle of a solo or something, or no. like, oh god, that is the last no? thing I'm thinking about when I'm playing a guitar solo in front of. <laughs> Whether yeah, it's two hundred people or ten thousand people, but your body is your body takes over. I mean, your body's like, look, I, we got the shit right. The, now. Yeah, the only time that's ever happened, uh, it's never happened to me. But I was, I used to tour with a guy, um, but for years actually, and he had Crohn's disease. So mm. that's a different mm-hmm. story. So like, he had no choice, right. and so we had like a signal. Right. So he would, I would kind of. I mean, we were buds anyway, so I was looking at him a lot during yeah. the shows and interacting, and he we had like a signal. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, but uh, he would let me know, and then when the song was over, I would signal to Jen, and she would know that it was time for an acoustic song, and we would just act like right. nothing was happening, like it was playing right. part of the yeah, set. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then she and I would just kind of like, she would just be like, hey, I'm going to do these two songs. It's in this key. You don't know this song. just And I would just kind of vibe out with her. And give him time to go, you know, take care of business. And then he would, you know, we'd play a song. If we look back and he wasn't there, keep going until we would look back after a song and he'd be sitting there and we would just continue with the set. So hmm. there's ways around it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you could just shit your pants. Just, I'm sure that's happening. rocking. <laughs> Just in time for another mic solo. Speaking of being an animal. Yeah, right.
God damn. Ed's voice, huh? Yeah. When the bass cuts <laughs> out. Yeah. Dave's just beating the shit out of those drums. Woo! Now, my still my favorite version of that song, I love the record version, but my favorite version of that song for sure is the VMA performance. Oh yeah. But Eddie's totally. just standing there just like fucking spitting and just mm-hmm. looks like he's Shaking gonna his head. go fucking nuclear. That's like when like headbanging went from the like up and down motion to the like shaking your head back and forth. Right. I, I remember that. Like, like for me personally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I love too how they just go like go into animals, just like fucking bam, bam, and then a fucking acoustic song. Yeah. A classic Pearl Jam totally. song. That was the interesting thing, too. I remember, um, so there wasn't really anything, I don't think, any, any songs on 10 that are like Go or Animal. But it, it was still like, oh, it's just fucking in-your-face rock and roll, right? But yeah. there definitely, yeah. I don't think, was a song like Daughter on 10. I feel like this is a very singular song. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not it's not as like slow and ballady as Black, right? Because that would be maybe the closest song that it would be to. But yeah, this I, has I got get more that. of that driving the driving beat with yeah. Dave on these drums. Right, this song is really up. <clears throat> it's yeah, kind of kind of. Right. Up. I mean, it's mid tempo, but it's up mid tempo. It's acoustic the whole fucking song. I mean, obviously Mike's playing electric too, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like this was like a, a new cool thing when I heard this song for the first time. Yeah. The lyrics are super fucking dark. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, talking about, like, uh, I mean, it's kind of about, like, child abuse, like, physical, like, beatings. To me, that's how I always took it, you know? Sure. I mean, this is, Eddie says, the song ends, you know, with this idea of the shades going down so the neighbors can't see what happens next. Some dark what hurts shit. About shit. Yeah. What hurts about shit like that is that it ends up defining people's lives. 
It's true. I mean, kids that are abused for a relatively short amount of their life, they carry that with them the rest of their lives. Oh, absolutely. It's fucked up. Like, <clears throat> that's one thing, I mean, we've talked about it before, but Pearl Jam and their, um, what is it called when you, the way you put the tracks on the album? Um, there's Just a word the sequencing. Sequencing. They are like masters of sequencing. Because like you said, you get these two just ripping rock songs, and then you get this kind of strange rocking acoustic song. And then you get this, right? Which is kind of a mix. It's kind of a mix of those two different types. The songs in this record are fucking weird, man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's a classic record. We love the songs, right? But we, when you go back and, or for me anyway, go back however many years later it's been now, and just from yeah. a musical standpoint and learning so much more about songs and songwriting and the whole process. Uh, these songs are weird. The arrangements yeah. are weird. The, I mean, that riff for this song, that mm-hmm. those weird like diminished <laughs> notes and like it shouldn't fucking work, but right. it's so badass. I think the reason you know, I think I listened to these songs so much right when they came out. That I didn't see it that way. Sure. It's only after like time of like, yeah, like <laughs> revisiting this stuff. It does sound weird. And it, it's not like anything else that was going on at the time. Like everyone else was kind of totally aping Eddie's voice and trying to be like grunge music. But it just came off as, you know, kind of the same old rock music. Of the time, like all those bands kind of sounded like each other, right? But these songs don't no. like they're not super out there, but they are just a little left or right of center, sure. But they sound weird enough that they still sound pretty great today, where a lot of that stuff didn't age as well, like, mm-mm, yeah. No. <laughs> It's just that upbeat kind of funky thing going on. Well, and it goes back to the drummer thing too. I mean, two Cruzen and Aberzies, both right. great fucking drummers, but I mean, they are different drummers, you know. So yeah. this record being the first record with the the Aberzies flair right. on it. Here's your favorite. Let's crank mm-hmm. it up and listen, bro. 
<laughs> yeah, thank you. She nursed him there. This is when I should have asked you about taking a shit on stage. This is what? This is when this song was playing is when I should have asked you about taking a shit on stage. Gotta tell you, man, it's moments like these. I'm really happy I have control of the volume fader. <laughs> Let's just listen to this song. Well, I mean, you, why don't you talk about this song? What makes it so great? What, Brad? Your, I can't hear your, you. I'm listening to yeah. the song right now. I'm sorry, what? What <clears throat> What do you love about this song so much? Why, why, why do... Sell me. Sell me on Dissident. Okay. Uh, well, let's start with the lyric. It's a great fucking lyric. Um, again, talking about the strangeness of this record, it's it reminds me in the ways that, uh, or of the ways that Beatles records <clears throat> don't sound like there's something weird going on. But when you go back and you start learning parts and everything, that some of it just seems like it shouldn't make sense, and. I think this is an example of that. The part of the song that you don't like with that guitar lick, the intro or whatever, the chorus part, like if you took that out, like he's doing this, like the chords are that, it just doesn't really make sense. I don't know. In a good way. I think Stone's verse part, that guitar part is fucking smart as fuck and gorgeous. I don't know. I mean, I love the drums on this song. I just really like the song. I don't know what else to tell you, Brad. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> you love that stuff, don't you? Like, I know. I just, I do love Eddie's performance. This part where he's just going for it, sure. I I I like that. It's just that. I've said it a million times. I just ugh. it irritates me. Okay, let's, well, let's move on. Yeah, well, we are to a fucking gem of a song. Yes, yes. Talk about a singular song. I know that there's in my tree. I know there's who you are. There's I know there's other songs with like Tom type stuff. But mm-hmm. this is not like that. Not saying better either. I just mean this is very individual. This is very representative of right. this incarnation of the band. And I don't think no, it has to be said Dave. again how well the lyric has stood up over time, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, this is Dave A getting to, getting to show off. Yeah. 
help with some composition. I didn't realize, I, he, he, yeah, he gets a writing credit on this. I guess I never realized that. I'm sure we talked about it before, but yeah, I'm sure the built the drums were built off his that drum pattern. Yeah. I mean, we can't talk about this song without mentioning Jeff. Oh, fucking I mean, that just, a, like, just droning over and over bass line is yeah. just amazing. And it never gets old. Again, uh, we talk a lot about, like, headphone songs. You know, this is definitely one For that sure. you need to listen to with headphones on. Agreed. Listen to all that crazy shit Mike's doing. Yeah. and Just noise. I mean, Here's another song. This is an example of Eddie doing like vocalizing. Yep. 
I always forget about this one when we talk about that. Yeah, listen to that. So what I love about listening to his vocals, of course, I don't know if this is how they do it, but it just sounds like whether Brendan just kept giving him takes or he keeps asking for him and he just kind of riffs until he finds something and then starts just singing like mumbles and groans and there's no words, you know what I mean? On some of that stuff. It's great. Yeah. stuff right here. <laughs> so good, man. Yeah. Oh. God, I love this song. I mean, who can fucking scream like that? Just, you, you just start to see like how personal all these songs are to Eddie lyric wise yeah. you know especially that one that one's probably the most it's pretty gut wrenching yeah
I mean, dude, I'm sorry. They're the best fucking band in the world. End of story. That's it. <laughs> yeah. This band yeah. has songs like Blood, and it has sounds like songs like Alive, and it has sound, songs like Off He Goes, and they have songs like Dance of the Clairvoyance. Like, you get where I'm going. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. They, and none of it sounds fucking hokey, or like they sat in a room and said, Let's, we should really try and write one of these types of songs, you know? None mm-hmm. of that kind of shit. Yeah. Ugh. Even the, the ones, even the albums that we don't love as much as the early albums, are, they still don't sound like everybody else. Fuck no. Like, they tried to do something different on those records and maybe didn't come off as great as, you know, this or, you know, Yield. But they're still different sounding enough you know sure Sound like a broken record, but they're the fucking kings of the bridge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this little breakdown, just weird stuff going on. Yeah. This, uh, we talked about like the VMAs with uh, Animal. This, they played on SNL. Yeah. And that. Like, I watched that one a lot. Into, it burned. Yeah. Yeah. Burned into my mind for sure.
just wailing away at the fucking symbol of the 90s, the China. Yeah. Nobody uses China symbols anymore. I love it. It's just such a, like a <laughs> 90s. I love them. I love that sound that they make. Oh, they're great, man. Kind of trashy, canny. I don't know. Again, exhibit 1052. <laughs> now they're playing. Now they wrote this song. Holy shit. Right. This weird funk rock yeah. thing. That fucking bass line. Well, those guitars fucking slap, bro. Yeah. They slap so hard, bro. Slap, yeah. Is that, um, what is that? Uh, like slide? Is he playing with a slide? Uh, yeah, one of them's down. playing slide and one of them's not. Yeah. His voice just kind of cracking. Oh, yeah. Last song, too. Yeah. But it's 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 awesome. It's so it's it's cool that they leave that in there. Oh, yeah. That's why you believe him. Right. Oh, speaking of. Didn't that once that was Stone taking lead on that one, didn't it? Oh, dude, you're asking the wrong guy. I think that I'm pretty sure that was Stone. I don't. I don't have the ears to pick that out. Dave's kickfoot is just so stupid. Man. Yeah, he's doing it with one one pedal. Fucking I, I seriously have like on one of the music store apps on my phone, I have like these I do this torturous thing where I look through for gear that I want and I go ahead and yeah. I put it, I put it in the car 
<laughs> it will never be bought. Man. Right. But I put you it in really the car. Torture yourself. Yeah, it's terrible. Well, that's like that's like the save function, you know. Uh, yeah. But one of them is a DW eighteen by twenty two. Uh whatever the series I can't remember which series he typically used back then, but uh, mm-hmm. it's in my car. It's just sitting there looking at me. This is a bass drum? Yeah, it's just a kick drum. That and uh, and I've always wanted to get one of the Brady snares that he uses. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but they're like fifteen hundred dollars. You know, right? Yeah, so that's all. That's it. Probably be a little while. The piggy bank needs to fill up just a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, can't talk over this one. Oh man. Lifetimes are catching up with me. This is one of those songs that I feel like it's just turned into a different song. When yeah, I when totally. I hear it live, it doesn't feel like this song. Not in a no, bad yeah, or good way. You're right. Yeah. Just with the acoustic and the I don't know, this is just the first way I really heard it and I don't know. Well, he kind of sings it um he doesn't like this part right here where he kind of sings it lower i guess right. he doesn't go or quieter he doesn't do that in live right. live he's like preaching to the crowd right you know so he's really bringing the vocals up on yeah. this song live yeah Beautiful fucking song, though. I mean, this is like the opposite of the animal and go where he blood. blood yeah. He's like ripping his fucking vocals out. Right. Then you can hear him like, you know, I'm sure his mom like loves this song. You know what I mean? Like his voice right. is that kind of this, his singing voice on this song is just so like. Oh, oh that's, see, Eddie, that's you can Eddie. write nice little yeah. songs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why don't you sing a nice one for me? That's how, that's how I see him singing this song. Ed, I love your songs, and please don't misunderstand me, but could you maybe write something that makes me feel happy? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm a brooding song songwriter. See, and that's an example too, I think about like from a songwriting perspective. He just can get away with so many things that other people can't. Like, I feel like if I'd written that song, I was kind of like working through it. Like, I wouldn't have the conf. I, I don't have the confidence to. This might sound really weird to pull off a repetitive lyric that says, "Hearts and thoughts they fade, fade away." That sounds so. It is, it, it's so corny, trite, and corny. I'm, but it works. Yeah, he can do it. Right. 
I was gonna say on its face, face value, it sounds so corny, but it's like you feel it. Yeah, <laughs> you feel it. Well, because he, he means words. it, right? Yeah, yeah. Now this song, I, I've I've talked about this before. I do, I've come back around. I think maybe out of nostalgia, mm-hmm. I like this song. But this is the one song that does sound like another band trying to be Pearl Jam. You know, almost like Ooh. copying. See, I never felt that, that way about it. <laughs> That's interesting. Or, no, I'm not knocking it. Maybe lyric. Maybe yeah. Maybe lyrically. I don't, it just. It just. I don't know. The lyrics just make me feel like it. It, it hits a little too close to the caricature of them. Maybe. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, Thank you. I get that. Well, and not even a caricature of them so much, but like. A character of all those bands, all the like emo and brooding uh, bands at that time that were trying to be like, yeah, we're so like uh, uh, depressed and our parents are, you know, keeping us down. The man is keeping us down. You know, they weren't the only ones. Well, got lumped into that i agree with that and it's probably i mean there might be a lot of truth in that but i also just as another perspective always kind of felt like this was one of their this song doesn't sound like the who but it's got some of the kind of the ethos of what i feel like eddie liked a lot about the who i don't know I'm back on board with this song, but I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie, man. I might not have too much to say during this next one. Right. This yeah, one has this a might be real like, sit back, real sit special back place mm-hmm. in the old heart. Yeah, I love it. Do you have this on vinyl? Yeah. You know, when you open it up, the gatefold, and it's that, like, fisheye lens mm-hmm. of them, where it looks like they're in, like, a log cabin somewhere? Yeah. This song is what I hear when I look at that That picture? picture. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Won't you feel silent? But soon that will be gone. Oh, I will stand arms outstretched Pretend I'm free to roam Oh, I will make my way Through one more day in hell 
say though real quick that brendan's organ playing on this is fucking perfect oh yeah like if it's it's back there it's kind of subtle you can hear it but if you took it out the song would feel so much different Mm mm-hmm yeah it's the centerpiece (laughs) it's the glue That's mm-hmm. how you finish a fucking record right there, my friends. <laughs> Hell yeah. That, that album fucking holds up. Yep. I might actually listen to it again on the way home. Yeah. Damn. I actually haven't listened 19. to that. I listened to it a couple weeks ago, but I've been on a 
the gigaton phytology kick lately. <laughs> Those seem to be the yeah. two records I keep going back to right now. But yes, yeah. it, it was good to listen to that G- one. Gigaton, is, gigaton is so good; it goes by so quick. Mm-hmm. That's what I found. Yeah, that's a good point. Because every song is so different. Holds your attention, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Man. <clears throat> but yeah, Versus, great fucking album. My God. Not not one bad song. Well, I mean. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Don't do it. Just just stop there. <laughs> not a bad song on the record. <clears throat> How do I love no, someone so great much that is so album. exhausting? <laughs> <laughs> I love you, boo. <laughs> you ready to get out of here? Yes. I still got to edit this motherfucker. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you. I appreciate you work. and all your hard work, <laughs> Brad B. Uh, well, all right. You. Let's get out of here before we get too mushy. All right. Again, if you'd like to email the show at singlepodcasttheory at gmail.com, we are on all the social media. Well, that's not technically true. We're in the big three, right? Is that how the, what the kids say? The big three? Yeah. Instagram, yeah, Twitter, and say. Facebook? Yeah. We're we're not on the TikTok. Yeah. We're not on Twitch yet. What's another one? I think that's it. That's it. That's that. That's all there is. I'd love to see you on Twitch. Also, if you'd like to support the show, <laughs> head on over to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash single podcast theory for that information. And until next week, I'm Brad Lyons. And I am Brad Blazik saying escape is never the safest path. Ooh, maybe I'll listen to that on the way. I'm going to listen to that. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Later. <laughs>